Happy Mother's Day. The psalm, Psalm 131, Song of Quiet Trust, a song of ascents of David. O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like a weaned child that is with me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time on and forevermore. Thank you, Bonnie. It's one of the few places in our Bible where God is compared to a mother. Another place is where Jesus compares God to a mother hen protecting her chicks with her wing. And I, I think it's important to remember this is not because of God's personal plumbing. This is because of the days that the Bible was written. This is what made sense for God to be Father. And if you are most comfortable with God as Father, nothing about to say, I'm about to say should threaten you in any way. Because it's wonderful. It's your relationship with God. And if God is Daddy, more power to you. But when I read this, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like the weaned child that is within me. I'm really comfortable with the concept of God as mother. I am so incredibly comfortable with that. And I think it has a lot to do with the mother that I have, uh, that I kind of still have, as she slips into her Alzheimer's and slips away from us. Um, I still see the shell of the person she was. But the person she was, quite frankly, is gone. She's not there anymore. The person who's there is delightful, but it's, it's not her anymore. But she taught me so much growing up, so many incredible things. From her laugh, <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> to her anger, Corey Scott Keys, that middle name showed up, Ooh. to her grace in in any number of situations. My mom was an intensive care unit nurse for years and years and years. And she knew a lot about grace. She saw a lot. She did a lot for so many other people. And she did a lot for me too. And my dad's a great guy. Love my dad. But I don't think God's a lot like my dad. It's okay, because God's not a lot like me either. But God is a lot like my mom. You know, uh, coming home and having something to be proud of. And if what I was proud of went up on the refrigerator, that was really neat. Things that I didn't make a fuss about, but that I was very proud of, you know, this kind of stuff like, you know, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It was nothing. It was nothing. My mom knew to make a fuss about. No, that's important. That's a big deal. That's great. I'm very proud of you, son. Singing in the choir in that corner right here she used to be. 
and she was the main soloist for this choir for years and years. And there are still songs to this day that I can hear anyone performing and I can hear my mother's voice. I can hear her voice. And that will stick with me as long as anything will stick with me. And who knows how long that will be. Yes! My mom and dad doing hole in the bucket and cornball capers. And I remember the night of the show. This will be a shock and surprise to all of you, I'm sure. But my mom and dad used to fight sometimes. <laughs> and in the hole in the bucket song, my dad had to lay on the stage with his head up on a little pillow. And my mom had an axe that she wanted Henry to sharpen. And there comes a point where she has to thump the axe in the ground. And I remember one night they had a knockdown drag out before the show at home. Got there and they were doing that song. My mom came so close to my dad's head with that axe. It's like, boom! And he said, ad-libbing, I'd like you to be careful with that axe. I'd like you to be careful. Moms are very powerful. But it's a power that is often understated and judiciously applied. When the chips are down, you know a mom's power. A dad knows a mom's power. And we're back out of the circle. <laughs> when Dagan was tiny, when she was just a little over two when we had first moved up here, we lived at uh, Colgate Rochester Divinity School where I was going to seminary. We lived up there in the inner city and there was a playground down on Linden Street. And when I was, when I was the stay-at-home daddy for a year, uh, I would take her down to that playground. It was the one with the snail. Remember the snail? No, you don't remember the snail. Kind of. It's a big playground piece of equipment. It was a snail and she loved it. And, and we were down there playing one day and there were a bunch of, uh, like three or four boys down there from maybe from like 9 to 13 just just young punks I'm, I'm a pretty big guy you know I, I don't exude violence I know I'm, I'm not Chuck Norris but these guys were throwing walnuts at each other at this park and we're getting ready to leave and they turn and start throwing walnuts at us I've got a two-year-old baby in a stroller and I'm standing in front of her protecting her and these kids are throwing walnuts and I say stop it stop it right now and they keep throwing walnuts and all of a sudden I hear this voice <laughs> freeze stop it now no And those boys took off. <laughs> the power of the mother. The power of the woman. We saw it in the story that was portrayed here. Jesus was revolutionary. He really was. And, and when Mary sat at his feet, essentially taking the part of a man in a very, very uh, divided society, 
sitting and learning at a rabbi's feet just wasn't done. He refused to let her be taken away to any other obligation. He refused. And he very calmly explained, she has chosen this and it will not be taken away from her. Now, that was a couple thousand years ago. That was a huge deal. Jesus talking to a strange woman at a well in public. A rabbi, no less, acting like that. Jesus telling a woman caught in the sin of adultery after he turned the tables and all the hypocrite males that were standing there with their rocks in hand, telling her, I don't condemn you either. Go forth and sin no more. Jesus being close friends with Mary Magdalene. Jesus' first miracle. He didn't want to change water to wine at Canaan. He said, my time has not come to his mother, who turned to the steward and says, do whatever he tells you. And lo and behold, Jesus obeyed his mama and turned water into wine. It's all there for us to see in our Bibles. If we look at it with an open mind and an open eye, it's all there to see. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're not. People, the world, society, we change. And just like my relationship with my mother when I was a little kid was one thing, my relationship as a teenager was a whole different world, and my relationship as an adult was different. We, we talk to each other. We know each other in different ways. We share different things. Our relationship develops and grows. The same thing happens with Jesus and the human race. We change. We grow. We know things now that we didn't know then. We do things now that we didn't do then. Women are almost equal with men. They should be now. We're getting closer. And there's no reason, no reason at all, why they can't lead us. Because in truth, women do lead us. We men don't always admit it. But the power of mom can be seen. Well, you know the best place to see? The title of the sermon. Great big Strapping football player, 6'2", 240 of solid muscle, on the college campus, scores a touchdown, wins the game. He doesn't say, I'm going to Disney World. They're trying to make him do that. It's, hi, Mom. You're on TV. Hi, Mom. Our mother who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because if it isn't, there's going to be trouble, I know it. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread that you provide for us in those cute little lunches and you always know to cut it diagonally. Because <laughs> that leaves most of the flavor in. You cut it this way and the flavor leaks out. You don't cut it at all. And I know you don't love me as much. <laughs> and forgive us our debts, our sins, our trespasses, as we forgive those who are indebted to us, who sin against us, who trespass against us. Because we know you know their parents, and you'll call them. 
And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil, Mom. Just like you always did. After a nightmare, when we were really scared, when we really messed up big time, just like you were always there. For thine is the queendom and the power and the glory forever. Sometimes I think when my time comes, when I finally cross over off of this mortal coil, I'll probably just fall off the edge. I'm going to close my eyes in this world and open them to a warm kitchen. And there's God and maybe in an apron baking daily bread. There's a lot of it to go around. Turning to me and saying, Hey, you're home. What you got for the refrigerator? Amen. <laughs>